How about this for a live remote? Hey, testing, testing, one, two, one, two. Live remote, it's on and popping. It's your boy, Show's Torius, and this is another episode of Chillaxin'. Um, I'm by myself, actually, right now at the moment. I am chilling at uh, Finley Chevrolet here in Las Vegas off of the 215 and Rainbow. And I'm here getting my car's oil changed. Now, I highly recommend everyone to probably maintain their car on a regular basis, and that's because no one wants to pay for car repairs. I'm a Lexus man. Well, I'm not really a Lexus man because I don't own a Lexus, but I worked in the service department and internet sales for Lexus for a number of years back in the uh, early 2000s. And, I, and before that, I also worked at Ford, so I do know the importance of properly maintaining your vehicle. I get mine done every 5,000 miles as per my instruction manual. Some cars are 3,000, some cars go 10,000 nowadays. Then who knows what these Teslas do, but uh, car goals, uh, car goals would be a, a Tesla-like situation. For now, um, I am going to be chilling with my 2015 Chevy Malibu Black, who I call Galvatron. Galvatron's probably been the best car that I've ever had in my entire life, which is a great thing. No major issues. Uh, I had a battery go bad and it costed a pretty penny, but other than that, uh, no issues whatsoever as far as the engine performance, pickup, uh, nothing wrong with the transmission, nothing. I've never even actually had to change my tires, brakes, or even my, um, what am I thinking about? Tires, brakes, oh, cabin air filters. My first time having to change that on this particular service. Hovering around the 80,000 mile mark or so, and it's, like I said, it's been a dream car so far. Uh, I was thinking about actually trading my car in a couple days ago, that invitation to upgrade uh, through Chevy, and uh, I have about two more years on my contract with them, and it's really hard to say no to a new car. I mean, you love the bells and whistles that go with a new car, you love that new car smell, you love just having something new overall. Plus, I'm in that position where my car, the 2015 model, was the last car they had before they put Apple Play and Spotify and all that good stuff in the car uh, as a standard. My car has that stereo system that has Bluetooth for the phone only, but not for the radio. So I have to use an adapter that I bought aftermarket to put onto the, the aux port so that the radio um, can be, or so I, I can use the radio through my Bluetooth on my phone to listen to my music and or my podcast. It's not super convenient, especially considering the fact that it has this weird feedback in the background if you're not playing it, but it's attached. And I don't listen to the regular radio, so that weird feedback's always on there unless I just turn the whole thing off. And I don't know. It's one of those things where it's just annoying to deal with. And you have to turn something off and on in addition to just turning my car on to listen to my music. It's annoying to me. So when the 16s came out and they started dropping standard Apple Radio or Apple whatever they call it, Apple Connect, whatever it's called, and Android Connect, I was a little salty behind it. So that's just one reason why I'm looking for something new. Another reason is, of course, we're having a baby. And I'm going to beat that up until the baby's born. Uh, Jordan will be here in August. And though my Malibu is big enough for a family, I would love to have an SUV. 
and this Chevy Blazer that's sitting right behind me looks so damn sexy for a car. And that's the first time I ever called a car sexy. I don't do that. That's like a female trait, I guess. I don't know. But the Chevy Blazer looks hella dope. Like, wow. Like, everything I was wanting SUV is the Chevy Blazer. It has the power. It has the feel of pin Chevy. And, of course, they're like a Chevy quality is there for us. So, um, I can't even hate on it. I love it. It's, it's beautiful. I haven't even looked at the price. I'm afraid to look at the price right now. But I do know that they offered me to upgrade my car to get whatever I wanted. But I'm trying to be so strong, man. You know, you can't buy anything major while you're out looking for a house. And though I know I can go ahead here today, like literally today, I can go in and talk to my dude in sales. and like, hey, man, go ahead and take my car and appraise it and give me what you can for it and roll my negative equity into the new ride and we're good to go. I don't think I have a lot of negative equity because I took care of my car pretty well. Cosmetically, it looks good. It's just under 80,000 miles right now, so it's not like it's a, a California car that's 130,000 miles after four years, and that would be kind of rough, but it's, uh, it's, it's doing what it's supposed to do, and it's been very, very convenient for me and very, very reliable for me. Uh, but we're looking at $40,000 of extra debt being added on to my current debt, which would be... $25,000 more than what I owe on my car at the moment. So you add another $25,000 of debt onto your uh, debt to income ratio. It doesn't look good when you're looking to, to buy a house. Uh, you want to get that as low as possible. So that means staying in this car for another uh, 8 to 10 months, so be it. I'll just get a 2020 Chevy Blazer or even a a 19th, there's still some left over in 20, which probably won't happen considering the 20s should be out in September. But I'm thinking that uh, by the end of the year, I'll reevaluate the situation, especially with the house thing. If we don't get approved of the house for some reason or the amount that we want, then maybe I will be buying a car before the end of the year. Otherwise, I'll uh, go ahead and just wait till after we buy the house next year because that's when we're supposed to close in April, May ish or so. And perhaps we'll do a um, something where we get the we close in the house, and then after we close in the house, I'll go to the dealership and handle business, go ahead and upgrade the car at that point. That works for me. We can definitely do that. So uh, it's it's so funny. I'm like I'm sitting here. I'm doing the podcast and I'm talking, but I have my headphones on. So it looks like I'm talking about Bluetooth. I don't look crazy just talking with my microphone. The microphone is attached to my my chest here like usual. Uh, but I have my Bluetooth headphones on too, which could double as I probably should try those out and see if they actually work for recording purposes. As a matter of fact, I'm not even sure which side is recording. If it's the microphone that's attached to my uh, my chest or the Bluetooth ear- earphones that are also on and connected so I can hear the playback. I kind of like the headphones on too because I can play back instantly instead of pulling the little cord out of my iPad and listening to the speaker out loud. But we'll test that out uh, a little later, of course. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, looking here. Maybe I should pull up my blue book right now since we're here. Might as well do something. Yeah, shout out to, Fit, uh, to Finley Chevrolet, by the way. Probably the best dealer in town as far as Chevy dealers go. Uh, the service has always been good here. Uh, the sales team is awesome. And you got to get up for any car dealership with free Wi-Fi for one, a low-cost Mac machine for two, and then, of course, they have free uh, pop and a cappuccino machine. 
slash hot chocolate slash coffee slash macchiato machine. Seriously, free coffee, free pop, and free Wi-Fi? That's the holy grail of customer service, man. Especially if you're sitting here waiting for a couple hours for your car to get done with no appointment. Which, by the way, they're taking me in right away, and they're going to give me a car wash, too. You cannot beat that. Not at all. Not at all. Not with a damn stick. You can't beat it. I'm looking over here at charging stations uh, for your Apple products and your Android products. I'm looking at a very clean showroom. And again, there is a Chevy Blazer behind me that I'm trying not to look at. Because if I look at it, I'm probably going to end up walking out and getting in trouble as soon as I talk to my dude over in sales. That's another thing I'm avoiding too. The dude in sales, he knows me. I've been here a couple of times. I've dealt with him a couple of times. I didn't buy anything from him. Uh, but he has my business card. I have his. And he knows exactly who I am. And I have an inkling. If I see him, he's going to say, hey, show shy. Let's go for a ride. Test out that new blazer, that 19 blazer. We even have in that sub-zero blue that you want, which will ultimately become my Cobra hiss or whatever we want to call it. Uh, I think I'm not going to go Transformers this route because there's only one Galvatron. But I may take the uh, Sub-Zero Blue and add a Cobra logo to that shit and go the Cobra Commander route. Uh, Shouts out to uh, Alexa, Bixby, and freaking... uh, Shit. Oh, Siri from iTunes. Sorry about that. From from Apple for calling me Cobra Commander as well. So anyway. Alright, so we're going to go online right now and take a look at uh, kbb.com and we're going to price out what my car is worth and before I get crazy and start looking at maybe this might be a reality check for me and maybe I will not be doing shit with my car other than getting it maintained for another year until we can trade it in but just for shits and giggles let's take a look and see what the old Kelly Blue Book says here so looking at the my car's value thing right here we're going to put some information into the system let's take a look see get a trade in value not a cash offer, but a trade-in value. I'm not looking to do any cash because I owe too much on my car. I know for a fact I have negative negative equity in it. And for those laymen who don't know what negative equity is, negative equity is when you owe more than what your car is worth. Naturally, when you buy a brand new car, it's a normal thing unless you have a very, very good interest rate and you stay on time. I've had some challenges in my credit, so uh, I've been past due a few times in my car in the past which adds more interest to the end of your loan so there's no way I'm going to pay the car off that's for sure because I don't want that balloon payment at the end and I'm not going to refinance a bunch of interest rates at the end so uh, either way it's going to get traded in before it's paid off but it's just a matter of whether it's going to happen now or after the house comes but again I'm leaning towards after the house so let's see we have a 2015 Chevy Malibu we have uh, about uh, 80,000 miles on it. 80000, zero, 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 there you go. And my zip code is 89redacted. You don't need to know where the fuck I live. Shit, you just need to know how to get to my car. It's my podcast, that's it. So let's see. Next question is, you're asking if this is the highest price sedan or the lowest price sedan. I have the, uh, I believe I have this secondary one. I think I have the LT. No, no, it's the LS. That's the lowest price one. So we'll go from there with the LS. And I don't have my I don't have my uh, VIN number, which I will also not give out online here either. 
But it looks like they have all my other good stuff on here. Power steering, telescopic wheel, AM, FM, CD, premium sound. I don't have premium sound with it. Wait, I may be. No, I don't. No, I don't. Bluetooth wireless, OnStar, alarm system, keyless entry, AC. I mean, you're in Vegas. If you have a car in Vegas with no AC, you're fucking bold. I mean, you're a fucking bold motherfucker. And I give you all the credit in the world for driving around in a car with no AC. That's fucking hardcore. That's just asking for uh, disaster. I can't sit there in a car that's 200 degrees on the inside, rolling the street to work. Even if it's an A and B car, I need to get to work. I need to be fresh, dude. I'm not trying to deal with that bullshit of being sweaty when I get to work and then you get a shower before you work. You're supposed to take a shower after you work, not before. Well, I mean, I hope you take a shower before work, but not after your commute to work. When you commute to work, you're supposed to be at work when you're there. Bottom line. Point blank, period. Uh, but but anyway, let's see. I have a black car. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to see what see here. Hmm. Has some repairable cosmetic defects and is free of major mechanical problems. I'm going to say my condition is good condition. Better than fair, that's for sure, but it's good. I don't know about very fair. I mean, it could be very fair. Uh, or very very fair, what the fuck. I mean, it could be very good. Because uh, it does tend to have minor cosmetic defects. But we're going to say, since the majority of cars of my age and mileage uh, hovers around the good category, we'll just call it good for now. And go from here with the Kelly Blue Book. Keep on pushing, keep on pushing. And searching transaction data. Malibu transactions found. Let's see what they're gonna give us here. I mean, if if they come out and they turn around and say, "Hey, bud, we're, oh, oh, shit," actually, that is not bad. So if I owe fourteen thousand, and the blue book range is around seventy-eight fifty, it's not a bad deal. I mean, seven thousand dollars of negative equity going into uh, a new ride, which would put Oh, see, I need to stop doing math. Because now I'm sitting here looking at my trading value being almost $8,000. And then you also have the cashback rebates of buying a new car, which I believe are hovering around the $3,000 mark right now, which means I have $4,000 in negative equity in my car. $4,000 on top of whatever I'm paying for the new car is not shit. That was more than I owed in my old car. I think my old car... My old caliber, when I traded it in, I owed $4,600 on it, and I know it wasn't worth it down. I think they gave me $2,500 on it, which wasn't a whole bunch either, but it didn't really mark my car up anymore, so, on that. So, I mean, wow, I'm actually dumbfounded by this right now, and you might be sitting here listening to this podcast like, damn, motherfucker, go ahead and buy yourself a new car. Bruh, I still have to buy a house. It still does not help my debt-to-income ratio if I buy a new car today. I have to chill out and be good until I get the okay from the mortgage that says I got the house. Now, like I said, when I get the keys in my hands and they say, okay, you're closed, you're good, here's your keys, you're a brand new homeowner, just know the same day I'm going to go to the dealership and get a new car. That's just how it's going to happen. I'm going to buy a new car the same day to get a house. Shit, this car right here, Galvatron, may never even make it into the new house. It may never be parked in the new house. That might just be how it, it works out. New house, new car, 
new life, new baby, all that stuff. It's a new life, L-I-F-E, not new wife. I love my wife. I'm not, she's not going anywhere, doggone it. Shit. Speaking of, she's texting me here. Text break, one moment. Do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do. So this weekend, uh, my wife and I were going to, well, I kind of got hit with the baking bug again, and I bake really well. All my baking items really taste good. Sometimes they don't look the best, but they taste really good. Uh, so someone went online on Facebook today and posted a cannoli cheesecake. That shit looks so fucking good. So I wrote down the uh, recipe for it. I'm going to make that. And then my cousin, Bella, she went ahead and put down a recipe for uh, banana cream pie. Or no, it was banana pudding. Either way, it was a no-bake recipe, it looked like. And it looked like it was also pie. So I'm going to make that too. Matter of fact, I might even make my own cookies. Shit, after Steven brought those cookies over last week, they were so fucking good, dude. I might have to make my own of those. Uh, of course, I'm hoping uh, Steven brings some more over. You see, I'm by myself, like I said, tomorrow we're supposed to record another podcast. Just kind of getting a head start uh, opening up today by myself since I'm sitting here killing the time and uh, trying to figure out what I'm going to do as far as this car situation goes. <clears throat> I'm not going to talk sports because that's just something we do together, but I'm going to sit here and drink this free Diet Pepsi, and I'm going to sit here and crunch numbers on this Kelly Blue Book situation, and I might have to walk over and look at this Chevy Blazer now, because willpower is a bitch, and I don't have a whole lot of willpower all the time. I do when it comes to food and eating shit, but when it comes to actually like willpower, uh, when I can buy something... Uh, I tend to get what I want. I'm a bit of a shopaholic, and I might get myself in trouble, but it's for a good cause. It's for the baby. In fact, everything I do nowadays is just for the baby. So everything you see on that list naturally is for the baby on the registry, right? Even the Optimus Prime Masterpiece figure, that's for the baby. Eventually, it's going to be his. Just like everything else I own, it's going to be his. So if I buy Transformers now, Jordan's going to get those eventually. Now, it may be after another 40 years or so, or 50 years, or whenever I decide to kick the bucket. But it is going to be for him. It's for the baby, for the grandchildren, maybe. Who even knows? Uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, there's some good Pepsi, dude. Shit. But then again, anytime you got free drinks, it's a good thing. Speaking of drinks... I may record a little something else later on uh, with my friend who I've shouted out like several times already. Uh, but I think I might be able to shove a microphone in her face now, considering she lives down the street from us. Uh, I will introduce you to her later on, hopefully. We'll see what happens. See how my timing works out here. Uh, it's about 5.51 right now in Las Vegas. So. Um, chilling. It's only 99 degrees. I'm kind of happy about that. The overcast is great today for, for the city. I actually brought a change of clothes with me, including flip-flops, because I don't like wearing shoes, and I don't like wearing jeans in the public. Except, unless I'm at work, but that's work dress code. We wear jeans, we wear t-shirts, and we wear 
um, sneakers and they have vans on which wow I'm just looking at it looks like my vans are going to call it a day very soon oh wait never mind these aren't my vans I'm wearing my airwalks today so those are my ripoff vans for sneaker heads ignore everything I said there I'm not wearing air airwalks I'm wearing vans but airwalks were actually bought out by uh, it was oh yeah Payless I got these shoes for 11 bucks shit they look just like vans they feel just like vans but the quality is just not there because I'm looking at a small hole to go make the bottom of my shoe dude I can't have holes in my shoes that's like so not cool that's so kind of hood that's so kind of ghetto it's so kind of whack it's so kind of cheap but I do have real vans at home I just don't wear them often try to keep them crispy try to keep them shiny and nice at work I really don't care I'm at work I don't, I'm not trying to impress anybody at work. I already got the job. I'm good. So I wear my airwalks work. Fuck y'all. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Alright, so. 21 minutes deep. I'm chillaxing solo today. Steven uh, will be joining us tomorrow. Tonight. Uh, perhaps on segment two, you will get a hold of Michelle and she will. Uh, join us and at least give herself a quick introduction to the podcast family and keep it pushing. Maybe we'll get into a conversation. Maybe we won't. We'll see. Otherwise, uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump off, take a break. And when I come back on, it may be a day later or maybe a couple hours later. It just depends. But for now, it's been your boy on a solo tip. Chillaxing here again in Finley Chevrolet here in Las Vegas. Um, and I will be back soon after these messages. And just like that, I have been brought back down to earth. So, once again, I'm back. Still here at Family Chevrolet. That's Chevy Dealer in Las Vegas. And I just walked over and took a look at the sticker price of this beautiful Chevy Blazer behind me sticker price for this beautiful ass car is $48,000. Now, that is about, no, I don't want to give any percentages, but it's a good chunk of my yearly salary. That's how much that would cost me right there. <clears throat> now, that just kind of straighten me out a bit because the one I want is the one I see in the showroom this means I have no problem waiting till we buy a house next year now the temptation is gone I don't need to test drive it I don't need to look at it I don't need to negotiate it and they sure will not be pulling my credit to look at anything I'm eligible for so we're good we're good on the whole situation 48,000 bro 48,000? I haven't bought a Lexus yet. I can probably get a decent IS model for less than that. And yeah, an IS model is the lower end of Lexus, but it's still a fucking Lexus. Which is really my dream car. But we'll see. Like I said, I think the car here, like I said, the model, and I mean most 
people really don't get the actual model that they really, really want because most people, regular people, normal people with normalized credit and normalized income don't want to pay that much for a car. However, however, if money's really right next year, maybe I can get a slightly pre-owned 2019 Chevy Blazer, which would be an economical choice. It doesn't have to be a brand new car every single time. You get a certified pre-owned one, it'll be just fine. Because it's just like having a brand new car, brand new warranty, lower car notes. The only difference is most uh, dealers aren't going to be super cool with rolling in the negative equity into a used car. This is why you always try to go for a new car when you have a car you still owe money on. Because the negative equity has to be done, has to be either paid off or rolled into your new loan. And if you want to pay it off, that means you have to pay it off straight up, which means you have to go in and say, all right, let's say your car, let's say you owe 15000 your car, and you, your car's worth, let's say, half of that, $7,500, right? You don't have to pay off the remaining balance of that before you buy your new car now or your new used car now if you buy a brand new car most of the time is they have the rebates involved from the manufacturer so when you finance with their manufacturer your preferred financing agent uh they'll give you some cash back on it which pays off some of those some of that negative equity and then you put it towards the new car and they roll the rest of the negative equity into your new loan and then whatever you put on down on top of that as far as a down payment will go towards bringing your whole payment down uh, bit by bit. Now, it, your down payment is really just there to show the financing people that you mean business. Unless you have a really good, uh, unless you have a really good uh, credit score, you almost always want to put down something onto your uh, down payment just to say you are serious about making payments on your car going forward. Otherwise, you're gonna stick you with a high-ass interest rate and you have a high-ass car note and no one's gonna help you out. But even if you put down something, something as insignificant as even like $500, it still shows some kind of effort uh, towards getting where you wanna be. Now, and most of the time, uh, most dealers will also work with you where uh, they can draw out that down payment for the first, like, let's say 45 days, because usually you have 45 days before you have your first car payment. If you can get, let's say, $2,000 in within the next 45 days, that makes you look a lot better than that $500 car note, or excuse me, $500 down payment, or even uh, 1000 bucks. $2,000 is great. Now, if you own your car outright, you're in the catbird seat, because everything they offer you is what you're going to be putting your, on your car. You can walk out of here without putting any money down, period. You owe nothing. It's pretty much you're selling your car, taking the money, and putting it down towards a new car. That's the best thing ever. As I mentioned in the last segment, I won't be in that boat. There's no way I'm going to be able to pay $15,000 off in this car in the next two years based off my interest rate and based off my history. So I'm prepared to take negative equity onto my new loan. I know this. I'm ready for this. However, my next loan would not be for a $48,000 car. I may have to look at something a little more economical, maybe not that particular model, but perhaps a lower version of the Blazer. Because there's always versions, you have your, your, your special 
uh, editions, you have your sport editions or whatever they want to label it, uh, but there's always more than one. So if I start off with a, a basic one and you give me the right sound system and a damn moonroof, I'm good. That's all I fucking want. Give me a decent sound system with real Bluetooth and a fucking moonroof, I'm good. I have my own uh, people I can get my Windows tenant through, and if I want to do some upgrades to it, which I don't do on cars because I think it's stupid, uh, I can do that on my own, but shit, give me a car with all my normal shit, plus a moonroof, and a sound system, it works groovy, 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 but anyway, just a, a quick addendum to the first segment, uh, like I said, I walked by that sticker, and I was like, holy shit, $48,000, hell nah, because my credit, and the way the interest rates be sometimes, man, they're going to stick me in a loan, where my interest is probably going to be like 14%, or something asinine like that, and then my car notes going to be like $675, dude, Never, ever, 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 ever pay more than $600 for a car note. Hell, I would advocate never paying more than $400 for a car note, but we all know nowadays that is not realistic. No, is it? Especially when you have a negative equity situation you're trading. So, there's my advice as a consumer and as a sales uh, person uh, for vehicles. And sitting here looking at someone doing their buying some insurance right now on one of these things is kind of dope. Again, shout out to uh, Philly Chevy for giving the heads up on all the good things going on here. Looks like my service guy's coming back. I wonder if he can come and talk to me right now. Uh, he's walking, he's walking. Nope, he's going to the bathroom, which means my car's not ready yet. I'm going to continue sitting here though and, and may or may not be back with another segment tonight on this whole car situation. Otherwise, like I said, it may be an hour, it may be the next day, but we will return after these messages. And we're back. Okay, so last time we talked, I was sitting in a car dealership. I was getting my oil changed in my 2015 Malibu. And when I signed off, I said, I'm either going to be back in a couple minutes or later on that night or the next day. Well, today is actually Thursday, so it's been three days since. Um, in those three days, I've had some contemplation in regards to what I really want to do with my car. Uh, so uh, that being said, I'm sitting right now in my brand new 2019 Chevy Cruze. Yeah, I went ahead and I traded in the, uh, the Malibu after all. I didn't want to wait for the... Uh, the bill of paying for those tires or the the brakes or anything I wanted to fix in that car because it wasn't going to add any value to it. I mean, I was 81,000 miles on it and I was already frustrated with the fact that I had to pay the bill, but shoot, it's outdated, man. Um, I mentioned that all the Bluetooth, all the cool Bluetooth stuff came out the year after my car came out in the Chevy models. So that was already irritating enough. And then, of course... I always wanted to have a backup camera because my wife has one. I was always jealous of that shit. So last night, uh, we went on down to the dealership just to see. I wasn't optimistic at all. I didn't think I was going to be able to get anything because um, I didn't have any money to put down. And yeah, I told you before, we're, re we're rebuilding our credit and we're trying to get ready to buy a house. Um, but let me tell you, the, the folks at Henderson Chevy, and this is no knock against 
uh, Finley Chevrolet because they do a great job for my service. Uh, but I have a relationship with uh, Henderson Chevy where I bought my original Malibu. And so I went down there to visit them again as far as sales go. And a gentleman named Mike uh, was able to take care of me really fast. And his obje- objective was to get me out of that car and that albatross of a contract and put me into something new with as little money down as possible. So he accomplished both those feats. Uh, I have a brand new car and uh, I have a brand new contract so it's going to help me rebuild my credit again as opposed to dealing with that old loan which was pretty much $10,000 worth of interest I was paying on it, on that on that loan because of my, my bad payment history there. There's a whole bunch of interest, a bunch of late fees, and then you got your payment on top of all that. And it wasn't very cool. Plus, I don't like being behind on any of my, pay- on my, on any of my payments. Now, behind, for those listening, uh, behind for a car payment means you're behind over 30 days. Behind for me means I'm behind by two days or one day or any days. And that's because, I mean, there's... Simple interest, I'm not going to go into that right now, but look it up. Look up simple interest rates, uh, and you'll see why you don't ever want to fall behind a car note. That being said, uh, this car note's slightly higher than my other one, but I'm okay with that because I had some negative equity in my old car. They did give me $7,000 towards my old from my old car towards this car, which I'm, which I'm grateful for. And I got the probably the greatest supplement slash extended warranty in history because covers everything including like dings and dents and nicks and all kinds of stuff which is important in vegas because vegas is filled with construction and rocks and shit flying off of trucks and all that jazz so i'm grateful for all that shit um but it's cherry red i absolutely love it it's like a uh yeah it's cherry what's the best way i could describe it's cherry red uh they call it uh fire hot or hot red or something i forgot what they call their fire hot oh shit i don't know anyway uh, i'm excited I got on my stuff programmed. It's nice not having to have an extra device to put my Bluetooth audio on, which is a beautiful thing. And uh, and it's nice to have a backup camera. Happy. 100%. But anyway, I just wanted to update you guys on that situation. And I'm going to go ahead and sign off. I'm going to go ahead and post this one as a bonus episode. Because chillaxing is not chillaxing unless I have my boy Steven here. Steven was in the weather this week. So I'm going to hold it down until next week when me and Steven are back at it again doing our thing as usual on Monday or Tuesday nights. That being said, uh, again, my name is Shotorius. I am one of your hosts from Shilaxon, and uh, I am out. Have a great day.